All right, the Audible's on the air. Kimbo Camber, John Kinjemi. It's a, I think it's, it's a dynamic duo. We've turned I, from a, from the thrilling. I thought it was yeah. yeah. I thought we were the Wolfpack or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, huh? Joe's kind of you know he's kind of you know he's been bailing out on us a little I mean, bit. AWOL. But we'll get him back. It's, we'll get him. I told him free lunch. Yeah. Usually when he knows he can go in that in that dining room there and get a free lunch and mingle among he's, he's all over among the mingle. people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Talk to everybody there, and you know that's that's the one thing. You go somewhere with Joe. You can never just leave a place. You can never creep out of no. into a place or no. out of a place I'm with a Joe Rose. I'm I am a creeper too. when I go someplace. I'm, you know, I'm I a habit of when, it, when it's time for me to go. I just kind of you know bite it back out a little bit, and you know, hey, I'm on my way. They used to tell me I used to vaporize. Yeah, exactly. No, that's best <laughs> just way. slide yeah. into the back corner. Hey, where'd John go? I think yeah. he's in the bathroom. They Where, wouldn't yeah, see me till exactly, next Tuesday. Exactly. It. Where's Bo? Well, to be honest with you, he's probably right in bed. Right, he's getting into bed <laughs> right, right now. Right. It's all over with. So anyway, but uh, we'll, we'll get him back here at some time. Uh, first, first, John, uh, let, let's talk about uh, about yesterday's game, the win. Um, you know, going up against the Jets, going up to New York, playing in New York, first road game for a very young football team in the Miami Dolphins to a team that that you know looked like looked like oh boy they got they got the next coming of Joe Namath. You know they got uh, uh, you know they got a running game that rushed for 116 yards. Oh man, the, and I remember looking at the back of the post after Week One. And and they already anointed the you know, Super the new, Bowl. They were going second to the Super coming Bowl. to Joe Namath, and we're right. on our road. We're on the road. We're on the road to the Super Bowl. Every now. one of those New York Jets fans that haven't been able to like <laughs> yeah. kind of bring the pom poms yeah. out of the closet or the jackets yeah. or whatever, they were they were screaming from the mountaintops. Yeah, yeah. And and every you know you probably feel good about doing that yeah. because you haven't been able to do that in a while if you're a Jets fan or a Dolphins fan for that matter. Yeah. Being able to feel confident about your team yeah. and and being able to uh, you know just talk about it anywhere you go. Yeah. They even they they played so well in the first game. Even that fraud fireman Ed came back. Yeah, and, he came and, out of retirement. Yeah, he came out of retirement. I remember about four or five years ago. I'm, I'm, I'm sh- done. bringing down. You that, guys are horrible. I'm the done. fireman's hats coming I'm not off. Going. I'm retiring, yeah. and now he's back again. He was in Detroit last yeah, week yeah. for Monday night. It was great to see. It was, it was great to see his stupid ass up there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Did you hurl anything at him? <laughs> no, I don't no, know. He, I, no, I think when he left, he used to be down like. Down Real almost, close. almost feel. Le- I think they put him up in the up in the four hundred level. In the nosebleed. They say you only. We'll still put you on a camera <laughs> on the stadium, but you're gonna sit way up in the in the cheap seats Maybe up there. Maybe that'll discourage him from coming and back. Then, and then, and so now they got three. They got three. They got the they got fireman Ed back, and right. they got two wannabe fireman Eds. Oh right? gosh! So they're all patrolling the stadium. Yeah, and they're all whining after the game. You know, hey, they're crying and they love good chorus. It's an awesome thing to see when those I, guys I thought are. the takeover by the Dolphin fans was good. It was again. really good, yeah. At yeah. MedLife. That was great. Yeah, it was nice. We went out there and uh, Joe and I went out for uh, a cup of Joe. I and, saw uh, you in the parking lot. It was packed, man. Yeah. It was, we're, so we're driving. We they, they fortunately they got us a golf cart. And and then the goes it's Joe, me, um, Mark Clayton's wife, right. Dupe, and Clayton. So oh, we're all awesome. in it. We're, in a, we're awesome. all in a, in a six seater there. We're we're heading in. And so we're driving, and we're driving through the by the Meadowlands out in the parking lot, and and all the there's you know Jet fans, right? And and we all got Dolphin shirts. On. I didn't, you know, but everyone else had Dolphin shirts on, and uh, and Dupes like. We're like we're driving along. Dupes going, "Hey, you're gonna get your asses kicked!" And it was people. people I like, bet Dupe and, and Clayton were real quiet we're, on the cart ride out no, there. No, no, no. We're right. We're right. I mean, we're literally driving down, and we're about ten feet from all these tailgates. And Dupe is just shredding these people, giving, it to giving them. them the business. People are like running after us, and you know, we're, we're riding away in the golf cart. <laughs> Dupe was just tortured. And then we come around the corner, and all of a sudden, you see this sea of aqua and orange. You know, these people that, that, that right. come in. And look, I talked to people from Canada. Uh, there was a guy from the UK there that was his first game. Uh, people from all, all over the country uh, came, you know, with, with all their dolphin gear. And it, it was it was really, really was something special. And so, I, you know, at the, at the end, funny, it was at the end of the game, I'm walking off the field, two-minute warning. I know they don't have to run another play. I'm walking in, and, and I look up, and I, see, I, go, I go, you know what? That's amazing. All these people. They're still there. And, and they were so happy because yeah. they were getting to beat down the Jet fans while they were walking out, the, <laughs> walking down the tunnel stuff. It, it they was got a, a little payback for pregame, I yeah, would imagine. It was, a, it was a thing of beauty. It was it was good stuff. But uh, anyway, um, a big, big win for the Dolphins in, in a lot of ways, John. I think um, for the second game in a row, you know, you're able in the first half to establish a lead. They get a 14-0 lead. Then they get 20 nothing and you know that's kind of been my 
That's kind of been one of my thing, my themes this year is, hey, this team, you can't afford to play from behind all the time. And here's two games. You know, we led three, lost, trailed three nothing in uh, against Tennessee, and then came right back, scored a touch after that. And so you, so you led the rest away. So uh, this team gets a lead, and, and you're able to, thank God, able to hang on because they really struggled in that second half. John couldn't couldn't put points on the board uh, for a lot of different reasons. But they, they, the the Jets weren't going to allow them to run the football. Right. But they weren't going to allow the Dolphins to make a living between the tackles running the football. A lot of people at the line of scrimmage. And so they found other ways to get the job done and the help of the defense with the with the turnover. Three turnovers in the first half were huge, huge in this game. Well, it was really nice to your first point about the Dolphins getting out to a fast start. Yeah. You know, in those numbers, I think we've talked about it in prior years, in prior weeks, about how the numbers are so directly lead you to a loss. Right. If you're down 10 nothing, if you're down yep. 7 nothing, and now it gets to 14 nothing, and the Dolphins have not been a good team over the last 10 years of being able to overcome that obstacle. So they get off fairly, fairly quickly, and it's led by you know Ryan Tannehill running the football yep. early on the first play of the game, the defense setting the table with all the turnovers, uh, cutting the field in half, yep. the special teams, and Hawk punting the football the way he did, keeping the Jets pinned down in their own end. So there was a lot of things to led, that led to early momentum in the football game that Miami took advantage of. Every time the defense or special teams set the table for the offense, they were able to operate on a short field, move down, and score. And I think I wrote in one of my takeaways that turnovers lead to touchdowns. And that's exactly what the Dolphins did. TJ gets him down inside the 20-yard line. You get a, a Drake run up the middle, six yards touchdown. You get Kiko stripping the ball loose. You get uh, Wilson on the under route, and he yep. stutters the guy mid midstream yep. and, and goes up the sidelines for a touchdown. So you had plays like that where it was complimentary football that the defense set the table, the special teams kept him down there, but the offense came through yep. to finally get that 20-0 lead. And, 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 and the key thing is, and you look at the difference between the Dolphins and the Jets. Jets were held to t- they score the one touchdown, but you know whenever they pro- whenever they encroached the 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 goal the goal line, they had to, they they had to settle finish. for field goals or, or a turnover so, or, or yeah or right? a turnover. But you know to be able to hold. Look, we've been in that situation enough over the years where you got to settle for field goals, settle for field goals. Next, you know, you lose a game by two. That's right. And so and and, and you look at what or Jets, one possession. Yeah, exactly. And you look at the Jets and they just but but you're you know Matt Hawk. You look at Matt Hawk in the first the first series or first half. He went put put the ball in the 15 yard line uh the 19yard line the third 18 yard line I mean he was just busting the ball down busting the ball down. No, he I'm was sorry. incredible he was, first half 12 7 27 second half the three the 10 the 17 the eight all came uh, all came after the Jets possession after Matt Hawk punt and you know you there was a lot of lot of a lot of guys did a lot of good things in that game but if you're gonna pick a M- MVP the guy's certainly going to get some votes because I thought that was when you when you make that team drive you 80, know, 80 90, 90 it's tough it, it's it's rookie some, quarterback some, unless you get a big chunk play something's going to happen especially with a rookie quarterback make him go the long way and yeah. I think that was the game plan uh, from Adam Gase in terms of the coaching staff and the way they wanted to make the Jets work on offense I think their starting field position in the first half I had him down as minus four minus 10 yep. minus 25 minus eight minus 25 they were always deep in their own end so yep. even if they strung four or five or six plays together you're right. They needed that one 25-yard yep. player, that one 35-yard play, that explosive play yep. to cut cut it in half to, to really, if they didn't score, they'd punt it back and pin yep. the Dolphins. Well, that really never They never changed never field happened. position. Yeah. The, the field stayed tipped yes. the entire first half and basically the entire game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, uh, it was just... Um you know, so many, you look at, I was trying to, to put some, you look at, say, so who, this is, if you go back to 2016, mm-hmm. when, when the Dolphins went 10-6, and six, went to the playoffs, very similar to what we're seeing now with this football team. I think Ryan was playing at a better level there, and I think Ryan will get to a, to a better level than, he's, than, than, than what he's done in the first couple games. He's still done enough to help this team win football games, but it was always big plays. There was always a big play at some point that made the difference. First game against Tennessee, big plays in, in that, that one. You had the, the big touchdown to Kenny Stills. You had the, the kick return by, by Jakeem Grant. Uh, defensive plays. You had interceptions from two interceptions from a shot. And then you go look at this game and Albert Wilson's touchdown. The, the, the play between 
uh, Rashad and, and Bobby uh, Bobby McCain at the end of the first half right. to keep them from getting out of the, in end, the end zone. And then and time running out, they didn't even get a, they didn't even walk away with three zero points. Zero points, in that, right? In that thing. You're, You're figuring going, oh. they're going to get three. Yeah, exactly. They're going to find a way to get at least three. At least they're going to get three. They're going to have. They're going to go in with momentum because the they score. They work the clock. Make sure they got a little time left. That was brutal, and man. Then, oh gosh, yeah. And so and so you had a big play there. You know, you 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 get the fumble from uh, from Ryan. Very next play, X runs the route for uh, uh, who's I don't know if it's Anderson. I'm not who sure it was. which receiver. I think and, it was and, and picks it and, and, and makes a a huge play in the end zone. Is able to stand in the end zone, stay in to get, to make it count. Um, and, and then it, it just there was just so many worlds. I know I'm missing some of the big plays. That, that were out there yesterday, but well, uh, you, you know, you know, you had you had Kiko just Kiko, flying yeah, around yeah. the field, stripping footballs, knocking guys out. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. Thirteen total yeah. tackles. Robert Quinn Forced pressuring the, the picked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah McMillan picks up yep. the fumble. Robert Quinn's humming off the edge the yep. entire game. You've got you know McCain battling on the corner. Yep. You've got. The Jets limited to 42 yards on the ground, yep. so that front seven was really doing a great job yep. of winning the battle at the line of scrimmage. You had all those things happening, and then you put the Dolphins' offense on a short field where they, you know, the numbers might not have seemed, you know, huge, but they only had to go 50 yeah. or 60 or 40 yards to get the points they were able to get in that first half. Yeah, no doubt. It was, uh, it, it really was a fun thing to watch, but, you know, the, 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 the it, this you, you really start to see, and, and I was talking to Albert about it, John. I think we may have talked about it last week. But the more the more I watch this, more I watch this league now, the more I believe fast, athletic is the way to win football games out here. Now, having said that, man, there's still a lot of big hits out in that football field. Oh, big time! I know there. I know the league is trying to take away all these big hits, and uh, but there and there were a lot of big legal big hits out there. Yes, Kigo is just Kigo is just. He was a man possessed. Socks off yes. of people. Yeah, he, you know? It was unbelievable yeah. how how well he played and how fast he yep. played. And and I think it all goes back, Bo. And we've seen all these practices during OTAs. We've seen all training camp. We've seen the preseason. The defense has been preaching. The coaching yep. staff has been preaching. Run to the ball wherever it is on the field. Get to the football. Then get back to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Get back in the huddle. Run another play. And if somebody again. go, if Frank Gore in practice runs at 100 yards, you go down and touch the football. Yep. Get back to where you're supposed to be. Line up and play again. Yep. That's the way they play every yep. play, yep. every snap against the Jets yep. and the Titans. You no know, matter where the ball is, they're finding it, getting back and getting ready to do it again. Going into that game, I you know I like I was like everyone else, you know, you got to stop that running game because the Jets had they ran what ran all over Killed the, the Lions. Detroit yes. the week before. And but but in the back of your mind, hey, was that Detroit or was that the Jets? Uh, but the Jets have a nice running game and they have a nice, pretty nice offensive line. And I tell you, that defensive front, that front seven, and you know, so the beginning of the game, I thought they set the tempo in the beginning of the game just they, they just want to penetrate. Yes, you know they were the, the, get the up Jets, the field. The Jets were trying to get that zone blocking, stretch blocking, and they would get in the crease of that stretch and just get in the backfield, create you know create trouble with lanes. Pen, to me, make the back stop me, and then start again is is a killer of a running game. You can penetrate with that running man now has to stop readjust. Then 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 they're, and that, I thought they did a really good job of being very aggressive early on and throughout the first half and a better part of the second half, I think they were out the, I think they were around the field a little too long. Kind they of were. Got a little tired there towards the end. But I, I think early on the the aggressiveness of that front seven really set the tempo for what that defense was going to be all day long. And you know what, Bo, it just wasn't one guy. No. With that constant rotation up front, I asked uh, Akeem Spence, you know, how does that keep you fresh? He goes, Oh, I feel so much better yep. in the second yeah. half because we all feel like we're starters, number one. And we all feel like we're contributing. And and the rotation up front is keeping those guys a little bit fresher in the second half so they can still penetrate the running game and, and, and pressure the pocket yeah. like they did maybe the first two series of a game. Yeah. Because those guys are getting, you know, there, there's multiple people playing different positions, all equaling the same effect because they've all been just as good as the next yeah. guy coming in. You don't, you have to check the number to see who was that yeah. because you're not sure of which guy was playing defensive tackle yeah. on that play. Well, you look at Robert Quinn making plays. Gotcha made plays. Vincent Taylor Vincent made Taylor plays. Vincent Taylor was in there Jordan running around. All over the place. Yeah. Vincent Taylor, to me, strong. here's a guy that's just getting better and better and better. He played well last year. You know, Gotcha was kind of a little ahead of him. Now I think they're, I think they're, they're I think they're both playing, but I, I think, I think Vincent really is taking his 
game to a whole different level. And their best footballs like two years Way away. Still ahead, yeah, yeah. Right. Still I mean, once they really get the hang of yeah. what they're doing, right now they're going on emotion. Yeah. They're, you know, they got a little bit of technique, but they're they're strong guys and athletic kids. Well, we'll look at, and that's why I've been saying about this football team. To me, this is a very very young football team, but but there's a good core of young football players over the last three drafts. And, and, and a good example, we look, look at, look, so you look at Gottschaw and Taylor from last year to this year. Both have improved, right? right? Both were good last year. Both have improved. Go back to X. You know, his first year, pretty good, but he kind of feels second year, all of a sudden, second half, second year, he started. And now they don't even throw his ball. Throw the ball his way right. his third year. So, so that's kind of all these guys that were drafted three years ago, two years ago, this year. You know, they've got... You know they're playing well, but boy, they got a they got a lot of upside, and these aren't these aren't guys that you hope they're going to have upside because you can see it already. Exactly, they're getting better each and every week. They're proving it, and for opposing offensive coordinators that think the wink link might be Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. oh please, they better they better scratch yeah. that off the list yeah. and try to spread it around a yeah. little bit more. I, because- if I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm saying, look, there's two places I don't want the ball to go. I don't want it to go by 29, and I don't want it to go anywhere in 25. Right, and you throw it somewhere between those. We don't don't get it around those two. Guys. And it's and it's re- very evident the Jets were trying to target Minka yep. because I think he had ten targets. Yep. Uh, you know, whoever he was covering, the ball was going his way, and all I saw was him waving his hand, yeah. saying, "You know, I don't think so." Well, you talk about big plays, plays he makes in the end zone. That right. Anderson going up and you know it goes up and then defends the ball and you know, tackled screens, well in space. He, he did everything. He just. He just, you know, you talk about a guy that stepped in and looks like he's been playing in this league, in this league at a high level for forever. For a long time. Yeah. Not just a month and a half. You know, whenever he got here and and was able to contribute. It's been special on defense and and it has to continue. Yeah. You know, this is a league where they're going to get a couple weeks on film. They're going to take a look at what you do, where your tendencies are, what your alignment is. How can we defeat you by alignment? And, you know, that's where your self-study comes in. Yep. You know, guys that have only played two games in the league think it. And I don't think Mink is this way. I think I think he's going to continue to work yep. at his craft to, to change up his alignment, to change up things that he does, yep. because he doesn't want people to think, you know, I've got you now. Yep. You know, they're going to try to work on something yep. else. But I really like the way that the defense, I mean, over two weeks yep. in the National Football League, there's been a lot of missed tackles around the National Football yep. League, but there's been a lot of positive explosive plays made by the front seven and yep. the back end. And I think they're playing complimentary. A lot of pressure up front. You don't have yep. to cover as long. You can make plays on the football. Yep. T- teams will start to see what they're doing a little bit and they'll adjust, but but they'll adjust too because they don't know what other teams do. That's what, right. What the other teams do. But I, I don't care what it, you can talk about adjustments and schemes and this and that. As long as you're an aggressive team that's playing downhill on defense, you're going to have a chance to win the majority of the time. You know, it's when you're kind of, when you're playing catch, you know, catch and read. Then, then, then you're going to struggle. Well, then you're in, in. In this team, this team, I, I don't see this team at any point this season being a catch and read football team. It goes to your point, Bo. The defensive front seven, especially the front four, they're moving the line of scrimmage about two or three yards in the offensive backfield. Yep. Anytime you can get that type of penetration, yep. it really is going to make the back stop and start again. And that's where the speed of this defense yep. catches up to you. So I, I agree with you. They're playing like their hair's on fire going up the field. Yep. And they're making guys uncomfortable, especially the offensive line of, hey, who is that You know, yep. assignment? Who, you got that guy? Yep. Or am I, I can't get to the second level well, because Quinn, I'm playing in my own backfield. We, we talk about Robert Quinn as well. We should, being a great pass rusher. He made a huge play. Backside came, runs. Backside, yes. came up the middle. Middle and, and that's the other thing, John. Let me, the let me, effort's been unbelievable. Effort has been incredible. But, it, but it, it leads me to this, John. This league, this league, if I'm a, if I'm a team, if I'm an offensive coordinator in this league, I'm going to run naked boot, naked All boot, the time. naked boot, until you show me you can you're s- going to show some backside contain. <laughs> that's no, right. no, 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 nobody. We, the look, the look, Dolphins look, are the look, only ones Ryan that opens up the yeah. game, opens up the game with, I know. With, a, with a 20-yard run. He ended the game and, and, and opened Ryan's, up the game Ryan's running with down the same this play side, almost. And the defensive end that should have been upfield, he's he's over trying to stop a sweep on the other side he's of the line. He's at the Gatorade yeah, cooler right. on the Jets' exactly. sideline. I know. When the hell is somebody, when is somebody in this league and I'm talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. Look, the Dolphins do the same thing. I think they've gotten better about kind of, you know, having somebody. Bowing somebody out. Bowing them out a little bit just so yeah. you can. Get, but, you know, <clears throat> you used to be, if you get that big backside defense on the field, that quarterback starts to naked boot. Now he's got to pull up. Now you get out there and you ain't got a whole field to run. I got a tight end dragging across the field. You, get just, a, you have a just, flood route. You just wait here yeah. for a little while and boom, hit him in there. Yeah, but, it's the man. easiest play right now, yeah. it seems like, in the NFL yeah. to run offensively yeah. because there's nobody 
that regards their assignment on the backside no. to, to set the edge or to at least be in, in the yeah. space to, to affect the play. Look, I, I remember two years ago, three years ago, went up to play Philadelphia, and 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 their tight end was Brent Selleck. What did he catch, think, for 200 I yards? Think Brent Selleck at the time was 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 – 73 years old, right? <laughs> the guy, they, they just want to get, they were trying to get rid of him. Man, you're too old, get out of here. That guy made a living, and it was all naked boot. Wait for Selleck to, you know, wait for him. And to, every play was 30 running, yards. He run about a 5-2, <laughs> lopes across the field, and then all of a sudden you hit him, right? Yeah, exactly. But they did like three or four times in a row. I'm going, geez, you know, get that defensive end back up the field a little bit. That wouldn't happen to you. Right. But, you know, it just it seems to be the nature of the beast. But getting back to getting back to the the Jet game yesterday, talk about the defensive front. Talk about that that front seven against the run. But boy, I tell you, you know, Sam Darnold didn't have a whole lot of time back there to sit and pick and choose early on in that football game. Now, look, as the game went on later, Dolphins started playing a little more zone. And he started looking like like the like the guy that uh, it was a third pick in the draft and in the future quarterback uh, for the New York Jets. But but when it was uh, when it was man on man, when it was put the pressure on the quarterback, but he you know not that they brought him down a lot. I mean they did. I think they sacked him three times in the game. But there were a lot of times where they made him move, put the balls that he put up that were were tipped or, or intercepted were balls that you know he probably would like to to have take back. back, have back, and but you know trying to get him out and get the ball out of the pocket and and get him down the field, and that's exactly what you want to do against a rookie quarterback. Oh, absolutely. They made they made Sam Darnold go the long way yep. first of all with that long field, and then they shut down his running game. Yep. You know, and yet, when you rush for forty two yards in a sixty minute game, something's wrong. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to probably end up throwing for over 300 yards, which he did. But a lot of those yards were kind of like, okay, yeah. you know, that's okay. Yeah. We're, we're glad well, to give we, you well, that. You know what? It's one thing when you throw a ball, you, you get an 18-yard reception when, you, when you're on your own 10-yard line. You right, know? right. Because you're a defensive guy. You look back, you still got a got long, long way to green, go, my friend. A lot of green back still there. Still got a long way to go. You know, instead of, instead of when they're on, they're on the 40-yard line, they score a 20, they throw a 20-yard pen. Next thing, you're in the red zone like, oh, you know, here we, we go. We got to come up with a play. Yeah, so No, but I, I just think that credit the defense. Number yeah. one, the pressure in the pocket was extreme. They shut down the running game, and then they said, you know what, Sam, go ahead and dink and dunk. Get it, get yep. what you can. But we're not going to give up the big play over our heads. And, yep. and, and that was a credit to the Dolphins' defense. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, it's it's and John is as a quarterback you got to kind of like watching uh watching this football team Adam Gaze um Dow Loggins calling you know putting this offense together it, it just seems like they got so many with Albert Wilson, with Jakeem, with with Danny, uh, with 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 Grant, with um, uh, with you got with, with you Frank got Drake Gore, and Gore in the backfield. You got so many different guys that you can put in different spots and and and, and just and just take advantage. And I, I was reading some some of the quotes from people. Geez, we had so many mismatches out there. It gets us in, in, they're like mad scientists, and they got to be happy as happy as can be to have the ver- the versatility within the guys that they've got that are very good players from the base formation. Anyway, I think I think you go from the base formation, and then Adam Gase knows he has interchangeable parts, so he can call any type of formation, yep. whether that's a tight end, a running back. Your, your slot receiver or your wide receiver in that position, yep. it doesn't matter. Yep. Ryan Tannehill is going to make the call at the line of scrimmage now to say and dictate where the ball goes. So I think that plays into the play calling of Adam Gase as a head coach. He's yep. able to spread the football around only because he's got multiple formations at his disposal and different types, different body types running those routes from any one of those positions. Yep. So it allows you that flexibility at a quarterback to say it doesn't really matter. I don't have to have my slot receiver line up in the slot formation. I can have a running back. Yep. I can have a tight end. I can split out those guys as well. And now it's on me. Where's my best matchup yep. with speed and where I think I've got an advantage, yep. uh, either height wise or speed wise or technique wise, to to go deliver the football. I think it's gonna be pretty interesting to watch as the season goes along how this offense kind of morphs into. Take you taking advantage of all the all the varieties. Uh, the one thing we didn't talk about is uh, you know got to congratulate Frank Gore. Oh man, that's uh, awesome. number four on the all time rushing list. Who's in front of him? Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, and uh, and Emmett Smith. Not not a bad not not a bad group to be uh, be included in. You yeah, know? what what a what a guy. Number one, yes, you know hey, yeah. what a what a great professional 
football player yep. and gentleman is Frank Gore, number one. And number two, what a spectacular career he's had yeah. and having and what a contribution he's going to be able to make this year for the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Not only running the football, but saving the day yep. with a shoestring catch. I mean, Ryan's trying to throw it around arms and he's yep. he's got a you know couple verticals going downfield. He doesn't like it. Everybody drops off. And now he finds 21 who recognized his guy kind of blitz, but didn't really yep. blitz. He's just hanging around. Make me a viable outlet. He yep. kind of slides out to the left. And Ryan throws it around an arm and scoops yep. it off of his shoes. Yeah, he, well, it, well, yeah, it was Ryan not an it, easy catch. It looked like, it was, it looked, looked like Ryan had a, a clean passing lane, but when he started to come forward, all of a sudden there's a hand. He, and it was almost, I almost thought he almost thought he hit the arm and forced the ball down. It, it was almost like he was shooting a free throw, Bo. You know how yeah, that wrist yeah. just goes at yep, the end? Exactly. Well, he had to duck it around exactly. an arm or a hand. So the ball comes down low. Yeah. Frank picks it almost off the turf. And third and nineteen, and he gets he gets, slides in safe at the twenty, 20 yards later, right at the plate. <laughs> I mean, it was it was funny because somebody asked him, uh, somebody asked him in the press conference after the uh, said, Frank, why is it why does it seem like whenever you make a big run for a first down, if it's a four if it's a if it's four yards to get there, you get four and a half. <laughs> if it's nineteen, you get nineteen and a half. Right. He goes, I don't know, but it just happens that way. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a guy who knows where the sticks are. Oh, I'm telling you, you. Know? and he wanted to make a big cut to like you know yep. make it even bigger but i'm just glad he did it 19 yep. and a half yards down the field yeah it's it was i tell you he's a he's a remarkable guy to watch i watch him on the sideline and when when the offense is in there i think he's in adam's get every every play coach get me in coach get me in coach get me in coach get me in probably probably becomes annoying to coach gage but <laughs> you, you're gonna live with that with frank gore no doubt about it but it's funny what, what's funny is when when the team goes on defense then he starts to wander and he just looks like cool as a cucumber, like he's like he's at a park or something, you know. No big deal, just wandering around here and there. And and I just look at him, and go, man, that, that's a that's a guy that's just so comfortable and, and and so happy where he's at right now. And uh, and the other thing is, he's just like you said, he's a he's just a good man. Yeah, just a good good man. You know, I've I've seen him. He used to go to the gym, and, and he'd be at the gym, and people would come up to him. Never, never, never turned anybody away. Always had a nice thing to say. He'd be like, stop, spend some time with them. And and last night, yesterday, he comes up on the uh, the podium talking, and and, uh, and one of the guys, uh, Adam Beasley from the Herald, asked him, hey, "What's that? Who's that picture on your on your uh, on your chain?" Well, that's my mother. She goes, she's, she's my everything. She's my everything. Right? Yep. And you just go, man. What? What? How? How good can this guy be? You know? I know. It's a it's a pleasure to have him around yep. uh, other players yep. and a pleasure just to be around him as you know part of the media yep. because you get to see him and he's he's real you yep. know he's a guy that kind of wears his emotions out there and kind of tells it like it is and it's refreshing yep. because there's no agenda you know it just ask me a question I'll give you an answer and yep. it's honest yeah and uh and it's good to see a guy that works as hard as he does at his craft uh be where he is yep. And when it when it's all said and done, you know, you hope that he's in the Hall of Fame yep. because of of what he did as a player. I was talking to I was talking to Doctor Reby, the uh, the team uh, surgeon who does a lot of the orthopedic work uh, for the team, and, and and he's known Frank since since uh, Cole Gables High School. Yeah. And uh, and we were talking, and I said, and we were talking about you know Frank had two devastating knee injuries at the University of Miami. One of the great rookie, great freshman running backs. I think he was averaging ten point something yards per carry. You know, and, and and he was ahead of. He was ahead of uh, Willis McGahee, and he, well, he also was ahead of one of the one of the Clinton Portis or right. one of them, and, and they were they were ahead. And so and then, so he has, and I so I asked the doctor on the side. I said, I said Doc, because we were talking about Frank. He goes, Yeah, man, geez, he's, he's done all this because after he broke the record, done all this on those knees. I said, Doc, let me ask you a question. Did you operate on his knees at UM? He said, Yeah. I go, How bad were they? He's horrible, horrible. Two of the wow. worst knees he's seen. And, and the guy goes on. To, to have, have a career, career like, like this. this. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's a testament to hard work and yeah. getting himself back. And mentally, I think Frank's as tough as they come as yeah. well. John, so this team, it's, it's, you, know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. You really don't want to get ahead of yourself because you look at the, look at the Jets. Jets come off a week where where they you know they they play a great game to get things going, and then then the next week you know someone steps up and and slugs them in the mouth, you know, and then you have to. So you you got to expect that you got to expect that every week that someone's going to come up and and, and hit you with a haymaker Absolutely. that you're going to have to bounce back. And I think you you got to go that way with this Raider football team, but. You know, I was talking to I was talking to guys on the way back on the plane and stuff, and I go, man, I just something about this football team. I, I really like them. I I think this offense is. I think this. I think we've seen probably 
from an output standpoint. 40%, 60%. 30, 40%. Man, I wouldn't you know, say that. Not that high. I'm saying 40%. Yeah. Because there's a, I think there's a lot of room to grow. There's some plays out there there's on the field. There's a lot of plays out there. And, and I think to your point, Bo, I, I think that's why this team feels the way they do. Yep. They're very happy about winning their first two football games. But when you watch yourself on film, yep. there's no way you could go back to the locker room or go back home and go, hey, we're, we're as good as we're going to yeah, be right no, now. No. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah. It's not close. So that's why I think the coaching staff is is instilling that in the players. Yep. I think the players know that themselves. Yes. They're, they're not in this business to fool themselves. Yeah. They can take a look and watch and go, you know, I, I if I throw that pass a little bit more inside or a little bit more on target, that's another six yep. points. If I make this block for a hair longer, yeah. it springs Drake or Gore for another 15 or 20. Who knows? Yep. He could still be running. If I make this cut on this on this route and, and do it the way I'm supposed to, I, I should be in position, better position to catch yep. the football. There's a lot of things out there especially on the offensive side, that have have a long way to go yep. to, for it to be close to being where they want it to be. Well, to your point, there, there's there's virtually everybody you talk to said, I can do better. Right. It's not, you know, it's not, oh, yeah, yeah, I played great. I, look, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, you did this, you did that. Yeah, I did, but but I still got a lot of things I got to get better at. And, and it's, you know, you hear that sometimes from one guy, two guys. But this team, everybody's on that same page. Um and, and I think a lot of it was a residual of last year and the disappointment, you know, and, and how things were, and, and and so I think they've learned that that, that they can't be happy where they're at. They just got to. And, and a lot of people say it. A lot of people can can talk it, but it, when you watch this team work, I think they're working in that on that progression each and every single day to get that much better each and every week. And I, and I could see, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where this team's going to be 10 weeks into the season, but I guarantee at some point you're going to be talking they're going to be going, we still got to get better. We still got to right. get better. We still got to get better. And I think that their attitude, they're, they're mentally tough. And the young kids on this team, they're used to winning football games. They're not used to losing. So it starts to get contagious after a while, no matter how you win. You know, how many times have we looked at the Patriots over the last 10, 12, 15 years ago? Well, they played, they played really crappy today, yeah. but they won. Yeah. You know, that wasn't, yeah, you know, they didn't it, yeah. really play great. Didn't but have they, the A game, but they, 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 the job they ended up winning. Yeah. Well, I don't care if the Miami Dolphins are that way for a while. As long right. as they find a way to win yep. and know that they've got some limitations that they need to improve on or some things that they need to correct to get to be yep. closer to perfect or closer to better or, or closer to great. Yep. I don't really care whatever scenario you want to put on it, but there's been some games now, two games in a row that Dolphins played pretty well. They yep. didn't play their best, yep. but they found a way to win. Yep. And that's the most important thing you can say at the end of a, a Sunday or a Thursday or a Monday night. Yeah. Two and oh, and, 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 and you know that you've got stuff to improve on, you know, you want to get better. Uh, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 happy with it. Uh, you know, the new coaches. I just I don't know. It's just there's a lot of good, a lot of good feeling. Uh, it feels like a team, Bo. Team. Yes, it yes. feels like a football team. It feels like the way it should feel when it doesn't really matter individually how the hell you did. Yeah, it matters collectively. Did we win? Yeah, and it, is that is that the most important thing? Was it about me catching ten passes yep. or th- getting three sacks or being able to boast about a, a kickoff return? Yep. Did we win? Yeah. Yes. How did we win? Well, we played average. Yeah. We played a little bit better than average. How do we win our next game? We've got to correct these yeah. things to play better. Did we win? Yes. Yeah. How did we win? You know, it's all about those things and kind of self-scouting yourself yeah. because at the end of the day, this this feels like it's a collective effort. It doesn't John, feel John, splintered. Let's talk about Ryan a little bit. Yep. Because I think Ryan would be the first guy to tell you any any when he stepped to the podium. I've got to play a lot better. There's a lot of things I've got to do better. I think he held on to the ball. I think a, a little bit too long. And and you know I, I think and and I think look, the guy's been the guy hasn't played football in a year and a half, and and he's playing at a pretty good level right now. And I think as he goes and starts getting a little more confidence, I think he's just a little bit a little bit tentative and just just letting that ball go and throw it. And, and, and so, and, and that's led to a, some sacks for him, but I think he's going to get that comfort level where you see it, throw it. And you're going to start to see his game accelerate. I think there's a lot more left in Ryan Tannehill. And, and the thing of saying, he's the same way. He, he knows it and he knows he's got to get better <clears throat> and, and he will get better. And so I love the upside that, that, uh, that what he's going to be in six weeks from now, I think is going to be, I'd rather make, make an indication six weeks from now, how, how, how good Ryan Tannehill is for the Dolphins in this in 2018. Well, I think Ryan, you know, is no different than probably 10, 20, 30 other guys on yep. the team. Watched the film, said, you know what, I can, uh, I can play a little bit better 
here. Yep. I should have gotten rid of the football there. I'm glad I tucked it and ran on this play. Yep. You know, there's a lot of good and there's probably a lot of things that he wants to improve on. One being his pocket awareness yep. in terms of, you know what, if I don't see anything and I don't like it, let me throw it away instead yep. of taking this unnecessary hit yep. or this unnecessary sack or, you know, whatever the scenario at the end of that play is. I think there was a lot of plays out there that Ryan Tannehill made that you go, wow, that was that was a yep. good throw yep. or that, that was a good read. Well, the, 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 the the ball he threw to, to Derby. Oh was yeah, a, was, a, was a, I mean that was a long, long. That was pass a laser through a lot of people, and it was it was it was a laser shot. And and the good thing about that was he held on to it for the right reasons. Yep. He bought some time away from the line of scrimmage, drifted to an area where he could actually see the, you know, yep. see the route. And then Derby did a great job of coming around the defender and making himself a viable target because yep. he attacked the football. So there's a lot of good. The guy throwing it and the guy catching yep. it ended up being a touchdown. So, yeah, if, if I said, you know, the couple things you see over two weeks for Ryan Tannehill, I think there's a lot of things to improve on, but there are a lot of things you can yep. build on as well. Yeah, and it starts this week when they when they play the Raiders. That's right. Hey, we got uh, Albert uh, Wilson coming hey, in, so we'll right. take a little good. break and then we'll move on from there. All right, joined by Albert Wilson. Albert, uh... Day after the game, a little victory Monday here. Oh yeah. Um, you know there 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 are good wins. There were there were you know wins that you win. Yesterday was a fun win, wasn't it? Definitely. I mean the whole day, especially playing. You know I know it's your first experience with the Dolphins as a Dolphin playing in, in in the Jets territory, and right. it's a big rivalry. Been been so for a long time. Right. And, um, to to quiet the Jet fans down, uh, it, it certainly was a lot of fun in the, in that building yesterday. Yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was a lot of fun. You um. Look at that game, and um, you, your offense came out, moving down the field. Defense helping you with turnovers and stuff. Um, when you look at this offense and that you guys are in, it just seems like there are so many options for Adam Gaze with you guys, with you, Jakeem, all the different phases of the game, the different players where they can move them around. You you like that variety, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, just definitely hard for to teams to just key in on one player. So when you have guys that can do it all, man, it definitely gives the the, the defensive coordinator a job to to come with it. Yeah, you win a you get a division win, second game of the of the season, um, and, and and you know it's like, it's kind of like baseball. You look at early in the season, yeah, well you lose, it doesn't matter. But you know the, those games doesn't matter when you play a division game, they're important to you. So to get a get a win in your first division game, certainly got to make you guys feel good as a team as you start looking forward. And I know this is a week to week business. But, uh, you know, the, the win this week certainly sets you up uh, going forward. Yeah, man. Like you were saying, man, those division wins are hard to, to come by. Um, you know, it's a definitely a physical game. Yeah. And, you know, to be on the road for our first division game and come out with the win, it definitely sets the tempo for the rest of the season. Even though it's week two, you know, you know, we we, we definitely preparing ourselves to go week by week and you know, just going one to know. But. It definitely feels good getting that first one. Uh, you guys jump out to a lead. You get a seven nothing lead, and then they throw the pass to you. You take it in for a touchdown, fourteen to nothing. Take us through that play. Oh man, you know uh, we came in. Ryan seen something um, that that he liked, and he he made a check, a great a great check he made. Um, it was a, a five five yard in route that I ran. He he actually got the ball to me. Um, he looked like you know he was going somewhere else with it, and kind of was like a no look pass. So he he got the ball with me, and you know I was able to you know make a catch. And yeah, I think Buster Screen was uh, was was on you. And when when did you know that uh, that he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna be a factor? Oh uh, man, when I got him to stop his feet on yeah. the little hesitation move, I knew I was gonna be able to get to the corner. And and when I got up the sideline, I knew I was gonna be in the end zone. You know, it's funny. We had the Jakeem Grant. We talked to him a while back. And we're talking about his speed, and he says, you know, I've been learning, I've been trying to learn to slow down a little bit. I've been trying to, you know, to, to give yourself another gear. Right. And I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? You kind of had him in a situation where you kind of slowed down so you could get that other gear to, to get the separation. Is that what made a difference for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, It was the same thing, man. When I first got in the league, man, I just wanted to run. And, um, you know, a couple guys that was ahead of me, like Jeremy Macklin, was like, it's not all about a foot race. So, um, you know, just some things like that you're trying to learn. You always want to outrun somebody, but when you got two guys that can run good and you can make the other guy stop his feet you know you pretty much win you, you were back in wildcat a little bit and oh, yeah. doing a lot of different things doing getting try, trying to get you the ball in a lot of ways and, and it, it seems to me that that for you that that makes the game fun yeah definitely a lot of fun man you know to be able to you know 
line up in a wildcat or, or motion in the backfield and get a carry, you know, line up out wide and get a catch, it, it definitely makes the, the, the game fun. But, you know, whatever they need me to do, I'm, I'm down to do it. It seems like every time I turn around today, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of uh, of you and, uh, and everyone there after the, after the touchdown. I got to tell you, that that was that was pretty cool. That, that was, you know, you've seen celebrations and, and some guys, you know, oh, that's, you know, that that to me, one of the top, top because you bring – you bring everybody in, and I, and I think that was kind of your point. Yeah, man, um, just getting a team, man, it, it takes 11 people to make yeah. a play successful, man. And, and you know, for, for Ryan to, to get to the check and the, the linemen to, you know, to hold their blocks and, you know, the receivers to, you know, to get separation from, from everybody else and clear things out, it, it takes a team effort. So, um, you know, for my first touchdown, you know, I kind of want to get everybody involved. Um, like I was saying, I think it's gonna be. A, it turned out to be a great picture. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, that's that's one one of those things you want to frame and yeah, you know have that memory, that memory around forever. Hey, um, you know it's it's funny after after the the the, the win uh, against Tennessee and, and after this game up in New York, um, everybody we talked to after the game, everybody had the same sentiment about this football team, and it, it kind of goes along the line with you in the picture afterwards how tight the team is, how, you know, you know, talk about you, you lose Josh Sitton, Ted Larson comes in mm-hmm. and, and we talk to those guys and, and they say, look, everyone loves Ted Larson. We're behind. I mean, it's, it's, a, it, you know, it's a, it seems to be cliche at times, but I think it really is. This team, you know, looks like a really, really very close team. whether you're a wide receiver and a DB, whether you're an offensive lineman and a, and a linebacker, it just seems like the bond in this football team somehow has been forged to be, really really strong at this point yeah definitely um we did a lot of things you know in the off season that that just kind of built team chemistry you know man from just doing competition things in the bubble or you know just going off off you know site to to run hills with each other and you know make each make sure everybody's grinding at the same time or you know just going and doing team activities we spend a lot of time with each other and um you know coaches preaches it man it, it it takes a team to win a championship man and you know you can't have this one or two good players that make plays and you might win a couple games but you know the goal for us is you know to win that ring you know i, I know you look at you obviously look at your game tapes and look at the tapes of the teams you're getting ready to play. And I've kind of been kind of looking around, watch most of the games that have been on this season. I can see, and and it just seems to me that the league is turning into uh, all about speed and athleticism. I think the rules have kind of dictated that. Hey, look, it's a, you know they're they're calling things tighter, mm-hmm. especially you know the DBs and and receivers and quarterbacks and all the thing. And it just seems to me that that those rule changes are making opening things up. And the more speed and athleticism, which I think this football team has a lot of it, right. seems to be the formula. As I look around the league right now, the teams that are being successful have a lot of speed and a lot of athleticism. And I would throw you guys in the bunch as one of those teams. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like we have a lot of speed and a, a lot of athleticism on our team. And, you know, Coach does a, did a great job of getting a lot of guys in for camp and, you know, having us compete early. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it's working out for us. You know, our offense, you know, it's a tempo, speed type of team, you know, trying to get in space, make guys, you know, make plays. And I think we have a lot of guys that can do that on the offense. And he, he's like a mad scientist. You know, I can Definitely. see his mind kind of working there and he's looking, geez, I got Jakeem, I got Albert, I got Dan, I can do this, I can do that. And I, I just think, you know, I'm sure you, I think we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg of all the For different sure. mismatches that he's trying to create on a, on a given game day. Definitely. Um, you know, mix, mismatches is like, the number one thing in this yep. in this sport, you know, is, is finding your mismatches and, and having your guy beat the the next guy. And I feel like coach coach did a good job of you know just bringing in guys of doing that. So like me and Danny, you know, we're we're, we're new to the bunch, but um, mismatches, you know, we were able to do it all. You know, motion, you know, just line up and straight go forward, and you know. And not not only are we speed and 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 athleticism, I feel like we have a tough a tough yeah. bunch. Yes. Um. I feel like you know our receivers. You know we don't mind going in there and getting no blocks in. You know you know our tight ends and our, our offensive linemen is some yeah. some tough some tough jokers. So you know when you mix all three of those things, man, and, and you get somebody that's playing for the team, you know you usually get success. Yeah, I, I'm sure you look on the side and you go, man, I'm not. I'm glad I'm not out there with Kiko running around there and some of those some <laughs> right. of the fellas we got out there because the, the defensive sure. guys are lowering the boom on people out there. Yeah. 
definitely, man. They they look really good, man. Yeah. I told every single one of them after the game, man, we appreciate them holding it down in the second half for us, man. Them guys was flying around all game, man. They set the tone early. Yeah. You know, the offense, you know, when when you're playing on the road, you know, you, you want to set the tone early and kind of get the crowd out of it so it can be a fair match, and I feel like that's what we did. Well, you know, we talked last time you were here about growing up in Fort Pierce and the foster home and all the things that you've done, and, and you still your roots are still there. Uh, this week you're bringing 50 kids to the game from Fort Pierce. Uh, yeah. from your uh, uh, from your relatives elementary school what you tell right, us about right. that a little bit yeah man um, we had a pretty much the FSA test um, that came around and you know the kids did a great job and you know something I preach is, is like education and you know for them to, to do a great job on a test I kind of want to reward them with something so bringing 50 kids from CA Moore Elementary School and Fort Pierce up to the game you know they'll be able to tailgate with 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 um, with some of the some of the fans and you know you know have a great time listen to some music you know have fun get to dance then they'll be able to get yeah. to watch the show so hopefully we'll be able to put a show on for them you know leave them with something good probably for them for, for the vast majority of them first time they'll ever be in an NFL exactly. game I'd imagine all of them for the most part right definitely you know like I told people you know coming from Fort Pierce you know my first NFL game was was when I lined up yep. you know and put on pads myself so you know for me to, to bring 50 kids from my hometown yep. and giving them the opportunity it's a blessing well good for you Albert and uh, I tell you, it's been uh, it's been great having your team so far. Watching the first couple day games, and uh, and I know it's just going to get better and better, and you're going to get more involved in this offense and, sure. and do some great things. Big touchdown yesterday it really helped. Really, really, you know, you had seven nothing. You're feeling all right. Fourteen nothing. You're like, okay, exactly. We, we can start rolling and doing. Gives you an opportunity to do a lot of different things, and it certainly seemed like the that's the way the touchdown set up. And uh, so uh, it, it was fun watching you, and uh, I want to see a lot more. And appreciate you stopping Definitely. by. And, oh, no uh, problem, man. Thanks you know, for having just, me. Just keep flying around, my man. Oh, uh, we'll do. I appreciate it. All right, it, God bless. All right, so uh, just got done talking to Albert Wilson, John, and uh, boy, boy, you know another solid citizen, man, another good guy, bringing fifty kids from Fort Pierce to the game, you know that uh, where he grew up, and it's good to see. But boy, I tell you what, what an addition he's been to this football team. Talked about athletic ability and speed, boy, he brings he brings it in a big, big way. First time I saw him on the practice field, I thought I just said, man, that kid's fast. I've seen a lot of fast guys right. run around here, but I said that kid's fast. And you know what? I think Adam Gase and, and Mike Tan. Bomb and Chris Greer had a plan yep. for him not only to play slot, which is now wide receiver, yep. which is now quarterback, yeah. which is now running back. I mean, he's touching the football out of every position possible on the offensive side. And it's a good thing because it gives teams other formations and obstacles to prepare for during the week. He may not run it against the Raiders at home this this week. Yeah. He may not line up in Wilson Cat. Okay. Right. He might line up in something else. He might not line up at slot or wideout. He may line up just adjacent to the tight end, which will give the next team, you know, something the New England Patriots, up. something to, to, to think about. But he's so dynamic when he gets his hands on the football. And you mentioned that speed. That crossing route he caught for the yep. touchdown he just idled like Walter Payton just yep. a second he had both feet in the air and it seemed like he was floating right and then the defender stopped but he couldn't start fast yep. enough to catch Albert Wilson so he gets his shoulders and and hips lined up down the sidelines yep. and he outraces everybody to, to for a touchdown beautiful to watch yep. and I'm not so sure a lot of guys could have made that play yep. you know him and, and then you put Jakeem Grant in that mix and you know it's, it's funny a year ago at training camp we were talking about man, if, uh, you know, Jakeem got to catch punts. If he doesn't catch those punts, he might be out. He of leaves here. two punts on the ground during during preseason games. He's out of here. And now you don't even think about him with punt. Now you think, hey man, wide receiver. I would have been fired as GM yeah, a couple no doubt, years ago. No doubt about it. He, I mean, he is he's really built himself into a. You know, to me, you know, he he may he may be one of maybe one of the best players we have on this football team. Competitive, uh, yeah. I mean, tough, tough. Fast. Does yep. And I mean, uh, he's a better route runner. Yep. Catches it more consistently, both on punts yep. and as a wide receiver. Uh, I I love his enthusiasm. Yep. And when he makes a play, it's not all about him. It's like let's go, let's yep. make another one. And, and it's funny, you know, during the offseason, I mean, how many times do people talking and say, "Man, what are they going to do without Jarvis Landry? They're going to get rid of Jarvis Landry." Well, I, I, you know, two games in, I don't think they miss Jarvis Landry. One, and I'm not taking anything away from Jarvis. I love Jarvis. Loved him as a player, loved his effort, liked all the, a lot of things about him. You know, I could have done with some of his extracurricular, you know, penalties after the, whistle. after the whistle stuff. But that's you know that's that's him. That's the way he plays the game. But you know, the taking away a guy where he had 160 targets 
and and moving those to now those targets are being spread among a number of different guys can do a lot of different things and can take it to the house anytime they get their hands on it uh it, it really has got a it really has given this whole offense a completely different personality you know what's funny bo i for four years i said consistently jarvis landry's the best football yep. player on this team, on the Miami yep. Dolphins. And I and I still believe that. I still believe yep. he was the best football player yep, on this team. Now, you take him out of the equation and you see how the Miami Dolphins are spreading the football around and they're more difficult to defend than when the best football player on the team was playing yep. and catching 100 passes a year or averaging yep. 100 passes, uh, receptions a year. It's very tough to take a player like that and not say, I want to get the football to him in this situation, that situation. Now, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yep. It's whoever lines up there, you're going to get the ball. Yep. And whoever, it, whatever formation you're in, the ball's not dictated by player. It's dictated by coverage. Yep. And I think that's a lot different for quarterback. Yep. It's a lot easier for play caller, number number two. And number three, everybody's alive. Yep. There's, it's not, they're not breaking the huddle or going into hurry up saying, well, I got zero chance of getting the ball on this play yep. because I know where it's gone all week. Yep. Now everybody's alive. And I yep. think that brings a little bit more competitive yep. energy to the whole room because you never know when your number is going to be so called. You better be running so you better, hard. You better be better, ready. Yeah. And if you're not, the next guy's coming yeah. in to take your spot. So you got the Raiders coming in this week. Uh, kind of hope it's hot. Get I think them, it will get be. those black jerseys on for those guys out here. Coming from no humidity in Northern California. Believe me, I know what that's like to come out here and try to play. I after think Chucky's going to be sweating on the Chucky, sidelines. Chucky should be sweating right now, getting $100 million, 0-2 oh, with two, that football yeah. team. <laughs> Mark Mark Davis said he may need to get that bowl cut a little different. You know, <laughs> maybe over his eyes and yeah, ears. Yeah, go, cover yeah. your eyes over and ears. his pocketbook. Cover maybe. your eyes and ears because this one could be ugly, my friend. You know, but uh, you know, you, you still got that Derek Carr, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, Cooper, Amani uh, uh, Cooper. I'm, I'm a sh- you know, I, I was I was always looking forward to seeing Khalil Mack play. I'm glad I'm not I'm gonna see so him play. Happy. Later, <laughs> in <the year>. Later, <laughs> yeah. Later in the year. Later in the year with the Chicago. Later on. Not, not, not right. this week, but uh, uh, another great opportunity for the Dolphins. Uh another home game. Come in one o'clock game. It's gonna be warm. Um and, and, and John, I I don't think this team I don't think this team is going to be reading their, you know, their their press clippings and 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 listening. Look, they didn't listen when they say they were going to. This team is the worst team in the National Football League. When the national media now they're not going to start saying, "Hey, look, look what we told you." So we told you so because this team knows that they, they they're not that good of a football team where they can just roll their helmets out in the football field and win a game. And they know that and they'll play like that. No, I, I think you're right. Now watching the Raiders play at home against the Rams early, yep. it looked like that first drive. You're going, wow, they're going to they're going to yep. bring the Rams down. You know make it a four-quarter game, and then the Rams kind of took over the yep. game and, and won. And then last week, you know, they go on the road to Denver. They were up 12 nothing, I yep. think, you know, midway through that game and found a way not to hang on. So yep. you're right. They're going to come in looking, scratching, clawing, any way they can get a road victory in a tough environment yep. here at Hard Rock Stadium. And I think it should be a, a, a fun environment. Yep. This is a team now that in the Dolphins have a lot of excitement around it, and I think the fans will respond at home. I think it's going to be hot. Yep. I think it's going to be humid. And it's one of those things where, again, Bo, if the Miami Dolphins can get on an 0-2 team early and have yep. that little doubt creep in yep. to the Oakland Raiders sidelines, and here we go again, yep. you know, I think that's where the Dolphins want to play. Well, I look, to me, this is, this is one of those games, <clears throat> this is one of those games where you walk in that offensive line room and say, this game's on you guys. This game is on you guys. Yeah. We're not going to throw the ball. You know, we're going to throw the ball. When we have to. If we if we could run the ball every down, we'll run the ball every down. Look, we want to wear these guys down. Look at the way Tennessee looked. Yeah. When we were on the yeah. sidelines, yeah. you know, just watching that game before that first before that first lightning break, they were they were dragging dying. right. Yeah. And I think a lot a lot to be said about the way the offensive line laid on them and played yep. on them and, and just grinded. Yep. You know, on that on that line of scrimmage, you were able to move people yep. against their will. And it gets a little bit easier in the second half. If you can yep. consistently do you know, that. So I think that's the. I think you know that's wear them down up front. Uh, take your chances where you can with the big plays in that defense. I, I just, I just think it's a, it's a good, it's a good situation for the Dolphins to have the Raiders coming now. John, we talked, we talked about all the, all the uh, Dolphin fans that were in New York. Raiders have a pretty good oh, national yeah. following too. You're right. So, so they're going to come out and they're black and gray and, and and do their black and silver and do the whole thing. A lot of eye patches. A lot of a lot of that stuff going rock. on. Yeah, and, and so. You know, it's um. But look, I love those environments. Give me an, 
give me a combative environment every football game. Give me the energy in the in the building, and it just makes it that much easier to play. I don't care who's screaming. I don't care what they're saying. But it, but as long as there's big energy in the stadium, I think you get big games out of and it. And you know what? It says a lot for Dolphin fans. After that, you know, the, the two delays two weeks yep. ago, there was, you know, a handful, what was there, 10, 15, 20,000 fans yep. hanging around. It sounded like it was yeah. pretty full yep. because those guys got up there yep. on their feet and they were yelling and screaming, having a good time and cheering for their team. Yep. Imagine if that, that place is sold out on Sunday, yeah, which it I, should be. I saw some, and, I, and it's going to be a great environment. I, I was talking to someone in New York and they go, geez, there must have been nobody left at the game. I said, no. I said, because the contrary, I said, everybody came can, down the bottom bowl. Down, you know, and the Dolphins did a great job. Hey, come on down. Right. Bring everyone down. People got to get down and get down to the lower level. But they, they, like you said, there were 20 some thousand people there at the end of that game, still making a lot of noise. That's right. And, and that kind of commitment is, a, it's, is, it's, is it's something pretty, to be, you know, as a player, yeah. you want to have fans like yeah. that. And you hope it's like that on Sunday. Yeah. You give them something to cheer about early in the game and make it just be so tough yeah. on Oakland to communicate offensively yeah. and make plays. If you can grind, if you can grind them offensively, like we said, and, and put pressure on on, on Derek Carr, yes. like uh, like they did early on on Sam Darnold, because he's a good quarterback uh, and he's gonna make, he's going to make some plays for you. They got some good receivers to throw the ball to. Um, it, it, you know, you you've got to you've got to put pressure on him and get him moving around the pocket and doing all those things. So if you can run the football, get that front seven doing what they did. And you know, the good thing about this front seven too, John, is that a lot of the pressure they got was just rushing four guys. I know. You know, it's not like you got to send. You know, send the Extras. army. So you don't got to send the army after everyone. Well, you got four guys that can get the job done. You know, looking at that Rams game when the Raiders played at home on Monday night, they shut the rundown pretty fast after yep. that first series. If the Dolphins can do that to Marshawn Lynch yep. and make Oakland one dimensional, yep. even with talented quarterback, yep. you, know, you know, got talented couple wide receivers outside, at least. They feel like they can win with four yeah. and possibly five yeah. getting to the quarterback. Well, because it just gives you, you know, it gives you so Play much coverage. More, more, yeah, more, right. more things to do. Cover you can, you can disguise a little more, right? Because you know, if you get that pressure, another guy does, and, and that's where you get the guy throwing somewhere where guy just pops up and I just, that's I where see, you get your turnovers. I didn't turnovers. see that guy, you yeah. know. Didn't see him. I didn't, you know, big well, You didn't see him because someone was on the side of your head <laughs> where you're going the other way. But right, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the race. It's not going to be a look. It's it's not going to be an easy test, but you know, I, I want to see this team get tough football teams to come in. And Raiders are going to be a tough physical football team. You know, let, let's get through this. Let, let's let's fight through this. Find a way to win at home. Let's be as tough as them. And, and let, in fact, you know, let's let's out tough them on, on our in our own backyard. Yeah, th- those are always good indicators of how your football team is going to be when you don't have to worry about the effort. Yep. You don't have to worry about the enthusiasm you play with, and it's 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 created by execution on in all three phases yep. that's the way the Dolphins have gotten to 2 and, and you know the, the other thing is Adam talked about it a little bit after the uh, the Tennessee game um and I, and I think he's done a good job of creating a home field advantage for this football team. There, there's an advantage there with the heat and this and that, and the other the visitors are sitting in the sun while the Dolphins are in the shade, all that type of thing. But he's talking about going out and, and owning your turf, going out and, and, and you know, you should impose, expect to win every home game every home game that you line up. And you, you should shoot be up shocked play. when you leave. We, right. I remember we played in the Orange Bowl. Never if thought you, of you losing. Lost, you never thought about losing when you lost. You went what? Yeah. How the hell did that happen? Right. You know, because you're so. You're you're just so comfortable there. You're accustomed to to it, and you're you're. It's it's. We had this conversation. I was having this conversation um, during during the preseason, and they're talking about well, you know, is it important to win preseason games? And you know, a couple guys said no, no, and I said to me it is, especially for a young football team like this, because I believe. And I remember Coach Schuler like saying like, well, how come you? How come you? How come you, it's important you to win football games? He said, for me, it's important to win every game we play. Every time you line you, up. You, you, you need to, for a young team like this, to me, it's about learning how to win. Whether it's a preseason game, whether it's a scrimmage, whatever it is, learn how to win because if you learn how to win, then it becomes the norm for right. you. And, you and, and when you don't, it hurts and it's unexpected and, 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 you, and you fight back. And, and I think this team is starting to develop that kind of mentality at home. And this is just another opportunity to kind of start cementing that, that, hey, you're going to come into Hard Rock Stadium. You know, you better, you better pack your lunch and you better get ready and get some ice over on the sideline because you're going to feel this way. What did Don Shula have in his mind? He he had a championship mentality yes. in his mind, yep. and that's the way he coached. I mean, for, for out, throughout yep. his career, everywhere he he was at, especially when he got on the run with the Miami Dolphins, yep. he instilled a championship mentality that 
good enough wasn't no. the wasn't the norm. It was the you know it was the no. championship that was the ultimate goal. And and what did it take to get there? It takes physically it takes talent, but mentally it probably takes a lot more yep. toughness to get there. Yep. So it gives, goes back to your point of saying every time you put on that uniform, no matter where it's a scrimmage, it's a preseason game, yep. it's a regular season, it's or it's a championship yep. game. You expect to win because you've prepared to yep. do that. That's where the Miami Dolphins have a long road to get there. Yeah. But at least they didn't play their best in weeks one and two, but they found a way to win to keep that Look, edge going. And John, quite frankly, they, they may not get there this year. That They may not get to that level where you want to be, but as, as long as they're – and I, but I believe they're heading in that direction. And, 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 you know, this is a long-term look. You know, I think Adam's a long-term guy as, as far as I'm concerned. It's not the, the guys we've had before two, three years. Now the guy can't get as good. Because right. you, you see a bill. You see a plan. You see things coming to fruition with Adam Gaze. And it may take him a, it may take him a couple years to, uh, till we're, till Hard Rock Stadium is a place where, geez, well, I don't want to go down and play there. Well, you know, we get our asses kicked there. It's like when we used to play the Raiders. We went out to LA. We knew we were going to get our asses kicked. We knew we were going to get our asses kicked. And you know what happened? We went out. We got our, we got asses, our asses kicked. kicked. Yeah. But we knew this. When they came to, came to the Orange Bowl, they were going to get their asses kicked. And when they came, they got their asses kicked. I don't think Adam and this crew wants to be told what they can't do. That's right. And I think that's a good mentality to yeah. have. And so it's a, another opportunity this week to kind of to, to, to establish that again, the home field advantage. And I'm looking, I, I, you know, I love I love when the Raiders come to town. I you know I, I grew up a yeah. grew up right in the bay, right in the middle of the 49ers and the Raiders. So watch both of them. I used to love that attitude that the Raiders have, and I know I know uh, Gruden's trying to get them back to that. But uh, you know until they get the hopefully uh, it's in two weeks. Yeah, hopefully it's in two weeks. But uh, looking forward to seeing them come to town. And, and, but I'm more looking forward to seeing this football team, the Miami Dolphins, and seeing them continue to grow. And and I'm, I'm excited to see how they're going to win this week, John. Right. How are they going to win this? week are they going to do it you know maybe they don't get as many turnovers but maybe you get big plays yeah it, it, you know i believe they're going to win i'm not sure how, how they're going to win right. yeah exactly i can't wait so it's going to be fun all right we'll be hopefully next week when we're on the audible we'd, hopefully joel will be here hopefully he's going to come show yeah. up i we'll mean be talk, he's on know, a witness but, protection but let me program tell you this, right so, now if the dolphins keep winning we may want to keep Joe well, out of here. You that, know, we might have I'm to get some. To get little, you know, may have to get some questions from the fans about yeah, the, about. The, yeah, we may have to. You guys might have to send some questions in. Joe what, or yes no or Joe, no. go or no go. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll talk about that next week. Thanks for listening.